Hello, everyone. Welcome to Made to Dream. I'm your host, Maya Chanel, and here we share stories from women around the world to inspire, encourage, and empower women and young girls to dream without limitations. Today, I have the ultimate pleasure of speaking with Ms. Mariana Padilla, and she is the founder of and CEO of Red Lab Marketing. So I'm really excited to hear her story today, share it with you guys, and we'll have a great conversation. So hi, hi how are you doing today, Mariana? Oh, I'm so great. Thank you so much for having me here. It's a real pleasure. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. So I want to give you the opportunity to allow the audience to know a little bit more about you and what you do. Absolutely. So um, as you mentioned, I'm the founder and CEO of Red Lab Marketing. Um, We're a small boutique digital marketing agency located um, in Chicago, Illinois. And so um, our primary work really revolves around what I call omni-channel marketing. And really what that means is um, just figuring out what channels work for your business, whether that be email, LinkedIn, whatever, and really figuring out the messages for each of those. Um, And then I do a lot of graphic design work as well. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. So let us know, walk us through this journey. Um, You know, this is a journey for everyone. Our lives are different. Our journeys are different. So how did you get started on your journey to business and entrepreneurship? Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of been a a little bit of a wild ride. So my background is actually in um, education and nonprofit, and I did that for about 10 years. Um, And towards the end of my career, nonprofit really got involved in doing a lot of writing and marketing efforts. And so um, when I moved to Chicago, which was about a year ago, I used that opportunity um, to really decide that I wanted to make a career shift full full time into marketing. Um, Mm -hmm. So I've always had a gift for storytelling and writing. And I thought, oh, this will be so easy. Like, I'll just get a job in marketing. It'll be super easy. Well, that was just like not the case. Um, (laughs) So that was a lesson learned. Um, and so what I actually ended up doing was going through a program called Acadium. Um, and so they do online um, digital apprenticeships with organizations looking mm-hmm. for people to, with marketing skills. So I was able to grow out those marketing skills. I had three apprenticeships and then eventually went through their digital marketing bootcamp. Um, and that really was an, an amazing, incredible experience and kind of really launched way, where I am now. Um, mm-hmm. And so I had been applying for jobs and applying for jobs and then COVID hit and that was like, Um, But it was actually really great because it provided me the opportunity to launch my own business. And it was kind of a sign from the universe that I had applied for like, I don't know, like 150 plus jobs and gotten nowhere on that. But then within a week of starting my own business, a full caseload of clients. So it was like, okay. I'm finally on the right path. Here we go. So yeah, that's the story of Red Lab Marketing. (laughs) I love it. I love it how, you know, your story different there are different stages in your life and within your story within your journey but every stage matches the next or prepares you for the next stage so I really 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 do love that um how would you say what would you say were some of your biggest obstacles while transitioning or even in the work field space what were some of your biggest obstacles that you've had to encounter um I would just say um skill set um And understanding that different, even if you have skills, like I said, like writing or storytelling, um, understanding that that's not going to be the thing that ultimately, you know, carries you to success in the long run. So really leveling up and skilling up anytime that you have the chance is key. And there's so many options now online through Coursera or whatever it is to really, you know, boost Mm -hmm. your skill set. So I would say 
Um, you know, anytime anyone has the chance to really level up, take that opportunity and do that because you never know when it's going to come in handy. So even mm -hmm. if it's not something you're focused now in the long run, having that knowledge and skill set like really is a differentiator. Mm -hmm. I love it. So what would you say are some of the biggest lessons that you've learned along your journey? Um, gosh, um, I would say just really expectation management is probably the biggest mm -hmm. one. And when I say expectation management, I've, I've mentioned this before, like that I had applied for so many jobs, but um, I really anticipated that having a master's degree and 10 years of experience, professional experience would allow me to at least get interviews. And that mm -hmm. was not the case. So like right. really understanding that it's a hyper competitive market out there mm -hmm. for, for jobs, I would say probably even more so now that COVID has hit. Um, and so really understanding and, you know, when you have the right expectations going in, you're not going to continue to be let down and, and you know, mm -hmm. so, you know, finding jobs, starting your own business is like an emotional roller coaster. So like really yeah. any, any chance you have with expectation management and just like having someone you can talk to about it so that you can, mm -hmm. you know, just talk through those feelings about it, I think was super um, super key for me. And so thankfully, um, my partner, Kevin has done a lot of professional coaching and was able to kind of guide me and shepherd me along this path and be like, he, he gave me some really tough love and was like, your expectations are totally <laughs> out of alignment. And that is why you're getting so angry and depressed about this entire situation because your expectations are out of whack. <laughs> right. I think that's a big, big thing that we all need to realize is that everything doesn't come in the timing that we always want it to. Um, everything doesn't happen the exact way that we plan it to happen. And it's kind of like life is this roller coaster that you have to just ride the wave. You have to ride, you know, just make adjustments along the way. I think that's the best way for us to not necessarily be disappointed with, you know, Absolutely. expectations that don't have the outcome that we've expected. Absolutely. And I think it's helpful to find other individuals, supportive individuals who have like been down the path where you are now. So whether mm -hmm. that's applying for jobs, whether that's your own business, whatever that mm -hmm. looks like, finding a supportive group of people who have done and been mm -hmm. through this so that you can get that advice along the right. way, um, I think is, is super critical. Mm -hmm. Right. And understanding that even though you're you're having people to help you who have been down this pathway, yours is not going to always look the exact same that theirs is or has looked or that you're still going to add your own uniqueness to your journey. So I think adding those things into the mix kind of like gives us a new perspective, makes things a little bit easier to get through. I know the journey is not easy, but it makes it a little bit more enjoyable. <laughs> For sure, 100%, yeah. Yes, so um, if you had to say, like, how would you say your definition of success has changed as you've transitioned to, you know, different expectations, transitioned to entrepreneurship and just being in your own control, essentially? Yeah, um, I would say... I mean, I think a lot of it really revolves around like revenue expectations of what I thought what I was going to be getting, you know, working for organizations um, mm -hmm. and then kind of adjusting those goals and really fitting them into what I was doing with my own business. Um, and I think having the uh, foresight to really determine revenue goals, uh, determine, you know, number of client goals um, mm -hmm. as you go into the entrepreneurship path is super critical, right? Because you mm -hmm. need to have a long-term vision 
for your business. Um, you know, it's been it's been a learning curve. I've never owned my own business. I had to learn all about invoicing and pipelines and like, you know, CRM systems, <laughs> like all sorts of stuff that I right. never had to deal with before. So, I mean, thankfully I'm a pretty curious person. So, all, you know, the, the path of learning all of this has been interesting to me and mm-hmm. not daunting, but um, yeah, I think it just, you need to be super flexible. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's ultimately the key. Right. So I know that a lot of people have different expectations when starting a business. What were some of those expectations or something that you thought about entrepreneurship that you were like, wow, okay, this is not exactly what I thought it was going to be? I would say the thing thing that comes to mind immediately is... um, clients dealing how to deal with clients so i mean obviously i love marketing work and doing graphic design but you're ultimately doing that for clients right it's not your business that you're doing marketing for right um, so one thing i learned early on was to really um i so i have a list of like ideal what i call list of client satisfaction so it's like mm-hmm. who are the people that i'm going to resonate with who are the people that i'm going to get along with who do whose missions do like I agree with our mission, mm-hmm. whatever. And then that was, I, I did that because I had a client initially that I signed. And in our first conversations, I just had a nagging feeling that it was, I was like, mm. but you know, like I'm new business. I'm going to, mm-hmm. I money, it's revenue is fine. Whatever. Yeah. It was awful. It was so bad. She expected me to be on 24 seven available by text at like midnight, like all sorts of stuff. And it just, it just wasn't, it didn't work. And right. I, I knew that in my gut, I try, I, I, so trust your gut. If you feel like this is not something that's going to work, it's right. probably not going to work. Right. So I would say dealing with clients and managing clients and really having firm boundaries about what works for you mm-hmm. um, is super critical when you're doing like a business like mine, where you're working with clients and, and managing their businesses. Right. And I think that is a big one that not many people talk about. It's like, you know, just the same way as you would be working a nine to five, your boss is not texting you at midnight (laughs) saying, oh, I need this done. And it's like the same way goes. I have working hours the same way I would as a nine to five. And I think that's an expectation of entrepreneurship is people think that you're so free with your time. They can, you know, hit you up anytime and you're supposed to be at their beck and call because you are just this free person that has no boundaries or lockdown or restrictions or anything. And it's like, listen, business is the same thing as working a job. It's just that I don't have a boss. My, I have clients. It's that the dynamic is just different. (laughs) Right. And if you don't set boundaries for yourself, you're going to burn out. Like you have Mm -hmm. to have boundaries for your business and boundaries for your clients. And you like, you know, I I always say, if you don't respect yourself, like why Mm -hmm. would anybody else respect you? So, you know, respecting your boundaries and, you know, setting out what is acceptable and what is not acceptable is Mm -hmm. so key. So key. Yes. Yes. I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, so if you had to say one thing to women and girls around the world to inspire them to dream without limitations, what would it be? That you have a special place in this world and that you are here to fulfill whatever that is. And that you think, I always say, think about who would be impacted if you did not bring your special gift into the world. So don't mm-hmm. be afraid to bring your gift and your light, whatever that is into the mm-hmm. world. And I think that's so important. I, um, 
So I, what helped me launch my business is being part of a, a mastermind class for women entrepreneurs. So um, with seven other women who launched their own businesses. Um, and so being with a powerful group of females has been so key to my developing my business, my professional, mm -hmm. you know, development and just finding that group of sisters. So I'm all about that. And that is, I think the strongest thing I've learned is being part of that, um, mm -hmm. you know, and just bringing your light into the world and don't, don't be afraid to do that. I love it. And I, I usually end off with that question, but I do want to ask you one more question. So as a woman, we do have different challenges than men when it comes to life, <laughs> life in general. I mean, business, life in general, career, everything overall. What would you say were some of your biggest challenges as a woman when entering the world of entrepreneurship? I think it still goes back to boundaries. I think women, not inherently, but I think just the way we're raised in a in, in like, and I'm, you know, obviously generalizing here, but we're raised to be caring and empathetic and care about other people and all of these things. And then we end up putting ourselves last and, you know, mm -hmm. in that, and then I Very talked about true. client work, starting and putting last when it came to client work, say just understanding that you have to be able to put yourself first when you start your business and continue mm. your business. And I always talk about the analogy, like the, you know, the air mask when you're on the airplane, they always say, put on your air mask first yes. and you can help other people. So that applies mm -hmm. to business that applies to life. And I think mm -hmm. women particularly have a hard time embracing that because we, like, I know I was raised to be nurturing and take care of yes. my partner, my daughter, my dog, everyone. Mm -hmm. And then you're like burned out by 8 p.m. and like, I can't do anything. <laughs> so I would say take care of yourself first and understand that you are the core of your business. And if you are not taking care of yourself, your business is not going to be successful. So you have to be able to prioritize self-care and everything that comes along with that. I love it. I love it. Well, before we close out, I do want to give you the opportunity to allow the audience to know if they want to reach you for services, if they want to just have a quick chat, if they want to follow your journey, how can they do that? Absolutely. So um, my website is redlabmarketing.com. Um, I'm also on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Um, I offer free client consultations for anyone that is looking, you know, to have marketing services. I would love to chat um, about that. And I love, love, love working with other women entrepreneurs and helping other women entrepreneurs on their journey to success. I love it. I love it. Well, we thank you, Mariana, for sharing your story here today. It was truly a pleasure. We thank everyone once again for tuning in to Made to Dream. I'm your host, Maya Chanel, and we'll see you next time.